that the life of Joseph began to make difference. He was a teenager. He was a what? A teenager. That's, that, that baffles me. And I'd like you to understand that something is standing out here. The life of Joseph is a life with a difference. And the difference, I have been able to highlight them to us. So the question before we begin to look into a life with a difference is that what are the things that makes a difference in a life. <laughs> what are the things that makes a difference in a life? It's quite important. Number one, a person must stand out. A person must stand out. And how can a person stand out? How can you stand out with your life and in your life? Your bath must be with a difference. Your own birth that you were born into a family, we were born into the world, it has to be with a difference. It is not just enough to be born. It is not just enough to come to this world. It's not just enough to be found in your family in your place of work, wherever you are, you must be born with a difference. You must stand out. As a matter of fact, you know, I mentioned 12 sons or 12 children that Jacob had and I was corrected that he had 13. But somehow, we don't even remember is it Dinah? Because of the kind of short and how do I the kind of short and foolish 
disobedient life, a life that just want to belong. I think that's the summary of her life. Because she simply joined the daughters of the land. She could have stood out in that family as a female. But the Bible says she joined the daughters of the land. So you realize that being born without you standing out is as if you were not born. May that not be our portion. So our birth, it is not just that we were born to be among numbers. We were born to this earth to stand out. And standing out begins from your family. So that's why I said number one that I see that makes a life with a difference is that that life must stand out. It is what that stand out that you can recognize. When something does not stand out, it mixes with the rest. So there is no special recognition. And the first thing that opened the life of Joseph is a recognition that he redefined his life, rewrote. He was a rewriter of the history of his family. Now this is the story of Jacob, Joseph. With the numbers and where he fell, but yet something makes his life to stand out. And he was recognized. So when you are talking about a life with a difference, that life stands out. Number two, what makes a life with a difference? A life with a difference is a life that has obtained the mercy of God. That's a life with a difference. This month, we are going to be focusing more. It will be coming over and over. The word mercy. Whatever that becomes of our lives, whatever that you can see that happens to your life, it is not first of all because you have the brain. It is not first because first of all you are able to choose it. It's because God has showed you mercy. Because if you move from number one and you move to number 11, that must be mercy. So Joseph obtained mercy. And how do we know? When you begin to read further in that Genesis 37, the Bible talks about the special love that his own biological father had for him. The biological father loved him and love is a product of mercy. When there is mercy, you love. Even when there is no basis for it. Love is a product of mercy. 
So, when you obtain mercy, you enjoy love. So, Joseph obtained mercy. Your life cannot make a difference if you have not obtained the mercy of the Lord. And if you cannot obtain the mercy of the Lord, there is no, it is not about how you can run. Look at what the book of Romans chapter 9, look at what it says. And I want us to check it in this uh, translation of this good news that some of us, you know, are carrying. Romans chapter 9, verse 14. Now, let's read from <laughs> verse I want us to see from verse 13, or is it verse 12? Verse 11. He said, but in order that the choice of one son might be completely the result of God's own purpose. The choice of one son. God said to her, the older we serve the younger. He said this before they were born. He said this before they were born. That has to do with God's choice before you were born. Many of us have obtained mercy before we were born. So he said this before they were born, before they had done anything either good or bad so what is speaking here is not what they had done it's not who came first i hate personally the mentality of gerontocracy gerontocracy has to do with because i am here first anybody who have the mentality of i am here first we not enjoy the mercy of the Lord. So anywhere I am, by the grace of God, I always don't want to, I don't think about I am here first. I depend on the mercy. So that what you don't deserve can come to you. When you have a deserving mentality, you will be robbed of the mercy of the Lord. Are we together? So this foundation is important. They had done anything, neither good or bad. So God's choice was based on his call and not on anything they had done. As the scripture says, I loved Jacob. That's verse 13. But I hated Esau. I loved Jacob. But I hated Esau. What did I call love to you? It's a product of mercy. Oh my God. Monday, love is what? A product of mercy. So God was saying here, I loved Jacob, but I hated Esau. Why? Is it because Jacob is the firstborn? No. 
Is it because any of them has committed any wrong thing? No. So why? Mercy spoke for Jacob. And the same mercy spoke for Joseph. May mercy always speak for you. That's why I'm saying it. Don't have a deserving mentality. If your life is going to be with difference, I deserve this. I deserve to be treated like this. I deserve to be given this. Take it out of your language. If you want to be a person who enjoys the mercy of God, God does not deal with us according to what we deserve. He deals with us according to his choice. I hope you are understanding that. Now look at verse 14. Shall we say then that God is unjust? He said not at all. For he said to Moses, I will have mercy on anyone I wish. That makes me fear God. I will have mercy on anyone I wish. <laughs> that should, should that not be a concern to every one of us? I will have mercy on anyone I wish. May you be on the wish list of the Lord. I will take pity on anyone I wish. And in my little way of understanding him, those who are always on his wish list, are the weaker ones. On the covenant night air, if it has not cut off at that time, I said we should pray specially for the firstborn. How many of us? It has cut off at that time. Why? I said because firstborn, they are naturally proud. There is this, this sense of strength. Sense of I deserve this. And do you know in my, this is a secret that I have to keep sharing with you. God is on the side of the weaker. I prayed the prayer here on that covenant night. I think it has cut off that time. The people could not answer very well. And I told them, those who are here, I said, answer. What was the prayer? I said, God, the Lord should keep us weak. Lord, keep me weak. Apostle Paul said, now I will rather glory in my infirmities. Because that's how you can be on the wish list. God is always on the side of the weaker. Not the weak one that is weak in obeying him, that is weak in doing his will, but the one that takes the posture that I have no strength, oh, I have no one to help me, oh, I, I cannot do anything by my own strength, oh, I don't even have any brain, oh, I cannot, I am, I cannot. God will bypass those who think they can, and He will go for those who feel. That they are too weak to do. I told people here. 
during the covenant night. I say sometimes when people look at me and say, Bro, Ben, we don't like how slow you are in responding to things. You just, people talk to you anyhow, you, you, I won't even be able to answer you. You know, at a particular time in my life, the Lord gave me a revelation about Sarah and Hagar. And the Lord made me to understand how Sarah allowed him to bless Hagar. Hagar was the slave lady from Egypt that Sarah herself, who was her maid, she was her maid, a maid to Sarah. And Sarah said, because we were delayed, my husband, pick her up. Sleep with her. Let her have child for you. And then as soon as the lady became pregnant, Sarah began to, the Aga herself, Aga herself, began to despise a madam. And while she was despising her madam, Sarah began to maltreat her. Listen to something. This can change our lives. So. Sarah began to maltreat her. That's why nobody should live with you that you should maltreat. You are positioning that person for mercy and you are withdrawing yourself from it. God is on the side of the weaker. Now, when she maltreated her, the lady ran away from the home. And by the time she was running away, the angel met with her. Lady, where are you going? Where are you coming from? And she said to her, my madam maltreated me. And the angel said, go and submit yourself to her. Go and submit yourself to her. I will bless the child in your womb. Ishmael was not supposed to be blessed. Mama Sarah, by harsh treatment, never harsh treat anybody in your life. Choose to be somebody that is cheated. Many a times be cheated and don't talk. Mm. You know, my own teaching is always upside down, isn't it? I have enjoyed mercy. I'm enjoying mercy. In my little time, Sasamas, I have discovered, I will get to a place like this. I won't talk. I won't know anybody. I, won't, I will just begin to see people fighting for me to bring me up. Diverse things that I don't deserve. And the Lord has brought me into a revelation. Of what I'm sharing with you. The year I came to this, I became a weak man. I saw it. Even if people deserve to be maltreated. Even when they have done what deserves it. Let God be the judge. Am I speaking to somebody this morning? And you know, the lady went back and she submitted herself to her master, her mistress, rather. And you know, 
Somebody that has gone and said, now you are back. You can come back. She didn't know that there has been something has transpired in the realm of the spirit. This woman had had an encounter. God has blessed what this woman carried because of her own reaction towards her. Why do you think God says, Jesus himself said, the secret of receiving mercy is to be merciful. He said, I am sharing this because I don't mind to stop on it. Because this is what will be the focus this month. This month has been declared as a month of making a different progress. A month of what? Making a different progress. But no different progress can happen in anybody's life without the mercy of God. And you are talking about Easter. This month is the month of Easter. It's a month of mercy. And you know, because of what Sarah did, God blessed the wrong person. Have you had, have you read it in Proverbs before? That Solomon said, when your enemy, is your enemy, and you know this is common to many of us, when your enemy enters into, into evil and something negative begins to happen to your enemy, he said, don't rejoice. Oh. Do you know normally when you see human enemies, people who have done certain things against you, maybe they have stood on your way, they have been wicked to you, and certain things now, they enter into their own waterloo. Evil begin to catch up with them. The first response from you is that, mm, God, I thank you. Can you see? It's catching up. And you begin to tell people, can you see? God said, don't rejoice. You know why? He said, God may look at that and have mercy on that. On this same enemy that you are now mocking that he has fallen down. You know, scripture is clear. Everything about our lifestyle is here. When you get this revelation right, everything about us will be correct. The day I discovered that in proverb, and I see it as another secret of mercy, that God will stop punishing your enemy a moment you start rejoicing that they are being punished. Ah, So when certain things happen to certain enemies, I still fear for them. I still even ask the Lord, Lord, have mercy. How did we get to this point? Before I begin to round off, I told you that love is the product of mercy. And mercy means God is on the side of the weaker. So every arrogance in us, everything that wants to say, no, no, I can't take it, you better start taking it. Everything that I want to say, no, I will show. No, you better don't show. God is on the side of weak, the weaker. May the Lord keep us weak.
in the name of Jesus Christ. So in Romans chapter 9, look at what he now says. Verse 16. So then, everything depends not on what we humans want or do, but only on what? Is it in your Bible? Especially in that good news, only on what? But the Lord has shows mercy. So what makes a life to be different? The mercy of the Lord. That is number what? Eh? The number three, what makes a life with difference? What makes somebody's life to be with difference? We are, our, what, what we are Learning is a life with difference. What can make your life to be different? In your family, anywhere you are, I say number one is that you must stand out. And number two, you must obtain the mercy of the Lord. And to obtain the mercy of the Lord, be at the weaker side. Remain weak. Don't be somebody who struggle for anything. Don't be somebody who does what? Struggle. Let your struggle, anytime you want to struggle for anything, let your struggle be in the place of prayer. Let your struggle be in the place of crying to God. Lord, have mercy on me. Don't struggle with anybody on anything. When anybody wants to take, do you know what Jesus said? When he said, when somebody wants to take, a, a, ask you to go one mile, what should you do? He said, go extra. When they want to take a cloak from you, what should you do? Just give, come. Do you know you don't struggle? Don't struggle with anything, with anybody. Somebody has given you something, you want to take it back. Ah, do you still want more? Please take it. Those who enjoy mercy, they don't struggle with people. They don't strive. They don't compete. They stay under God. They look to God. And God will be showing them mercy. I don't know why God is retaining me in this world. In this statement of mercy. And number three, a life with a difference. What makes that life? It's a life with a God-given dream. Somebody that has God-given dream. Your life must have a big dream. Say my life must have a big dream. When you have a big dream. And I told us when I was starting this message. I said Joseph's life. 
began to make a difference when he was a teenager. A what? A teenager. So whatever you will become in the future begins while you are a teenager. Don't wait and say, okay, when I'm 20, when I'm 25, when I am 30, Joseph had a big dream. A God-sized dream. God was able to give him a dream. What is a dream? A dream is a picture of the future that you are seeing. You are not too small. All of you here now. You are not too small. It does not matter where you are coming from. Who gave birth to you? You are not too small to be able to see who God wants you to be. You can see a medical doctor even though nobody has ever been a medical doctor in your family. A big dream makes a different life. Joseph was so excited about dream that he could not even keep it. He needed to share. It was bubbling in his heart. I love people with great dreams. Dreams are different from fantasies. They are different from wishes. Dreams are product of insight. You are somebody who thinks very deeply. You are not shallow. You are not just, you just think oh, God has a purpose for my life. God must have created me for a particular purpose. And what is the purpose God created me for? Why you are thinking or you are asking, praying, Lord, you, you must have created me for something. You begin to see maybe a dream begin to form in your heart. It may come like a flash of interest. A flash of passion that you just begin to see that you desire to be somebody that nobody has ever been around you. And you look at your family and you are saying, oh wow, has anybody ever been this in my family? But it doesn't matter. Dreams does not expect whether somebody has been or not. Every God-given dream will turn your life to make a difference. There is no future without a dream. And do you know, a dream is always what makes a difference between those who are disadvantaged and those who have an advantage. Some people have an advantage. Do you, did you choose to be born where you were born? There? Did you? No. If they ask you now, where would you like to be born? Some of you will say, in UK. In US. Nobody choose where you are to be born. You didn't choose who, how your daddy should meet your mommy. Did you? Were you there? Did you choose that, okay, give birth to me in Asorok? Did you have any choice with that? What can you choose? You can choose to make a difference with your life by having a dream. A dream will change your life. Number one, Joseph stood out. 
If you don't stand out, nobody will recognize you. If you try to mix up, you know, mommy was saying during the presentation here yesterday, don't feel bad when your friends were telling you, are saying to you, oh, 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 you are this. They, they try to like look at you because you want to stand out. You don't want to be like them. They want to live. Don't feel inferior because you are not like other people. No, 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 no. Feel like a champion because you are not like other people. And number two, you must obtain mercy. That's where you need God. If your life is going to make a difference, you need the mercy of God. You can't do it by your strength. There are many people who are genius, but they are limited. So it is not about you so being intelligent. There are many intelligent people that are failures. So it is not a matter of intelligence. It's not a matter of, I know this. It's not even a matter of your strength or your beauty or your stature. It's a matter of the mercy of God. May you enjoy mercy of God. And number three, have a big dream. Have a God-given dream. I will stop at that today. It's important. If I ask you now, what's your dream? You should be able to, you don't need to sleep to have a dream. Real dream is what you see when your eyes are open. Not when you see when you are sleeping. Okay? So, real dream of your future, if I ask you now, what is your dream? What is your God-given dream? If you don't have it yet, it is time to have it. This is what we begin to make a difference in your life. This is what we begin to make a difference in your life. So Joseph, the mercy of God is at the center of his life. Because of the mercy of God, God was with him. Whatever he does, God makes him to be successful. Is that not what we read? And because of that, his life was making a difference. Your life will make a difference. You will not be lost in the midst of the multitude. What nobody has become in your family, God will make you to become it. The height nobody has ever reached in your family, you will surpass that height. What great things nobody has ever done in your generation, God will do through you. In the name of Jesus. Will you pray right now where you are? Can we rise to our feet and talk to the Lord? Can we please stand up? I want you to talk to the Lord. Lord, I receive your word this morning. Grace to stand out in life. Grant unto me. Go ahead and pray that prayer. I receive your word. The grace to stand out. Grace to stand out. Grace to stand out among my siblings, among the children in my family. Grace to stand out. Grace to stand out in my place of work, in my school. Grace to stand out in life, in my generation. Father, I receive it. I receive it. I receive it. I receive it. And go ahead and ask the Lord. Lord, give me. Open my eyes to the dream. 
of your plan for my future. Open my eyes to the dream of your plan for my future. I want to have your dream for my future. I want to have your plan. Your plan. Dream is the blueprint plan of God for your life. Dream is a blueprint plan of God for your life. Will you pray that prayer? And lastly, I want you to pray, Father, show me your mercy. In the name of Jesus, show me your mercy. Show me your mercy. Lord, let me be a candidate of your mercy. Oh, let me be a candidate of your mercy. I need 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 your mercy upon my life. Lord, show me your mercy, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. As you are prayed, so shall it be. In the name of Jesus. In your generation, you will stand out for God. You will stand out with a great difference. May the mercy of the Lord be with you from now. And I pray that the plan of God will be made known to you. The perfect plan of God for your life, which is the dream that God wants you to have, it shall be made known to you. And if it has been made known to you, grace to turn it to reality, the Lord will release to you in the name of Jesus. All I am asking God for this morning is that our lives will be with a difference. So shall it be. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Put your hands together, celebrate Jesus. Hallelujah. When we walk with the Lord in the light of his word, what a glory he sheds on. While we do his good will, he abides with us still, and with all who will trust and obey. Trust and obey, for there's no to try.